and, and you create a, a community, the sense of community, the sense of sisterhood. That creates an environment, honestly, where uh, both riders and drivers can feel, not only feel safe, but they feel associated with each other through a human bond, through a sisterhood bond, through a community bond. And that is much, much, much more powerful than just taking a simple stranger from point A to point B. Welcome to the Business Mastermind Podcast with business strategist, speaker and author, Gavin Preston. Tap into this meeting of minds between everyday business people on their journey to master business growth. Join them as they share strategies, insights and shortcuts to help you survive and thrive in business and life as you scale your business and achieve a bigger impact. Hey everyone, Gavin here. Welcome back to the Business Mastermind podcast. I am so thankful for your time, your attention, the opportunity to share with you some of the conversations I have the privilege of uh, experiencing through putting together the Business Mastermind podcast. And today, I hope this conversation inspires you. I hope it puts a smile on your face and I hope it gives you hope, but also kind of really touches you about a bigger purpose. Today, we've got a fusion of purpose and economics and strategy and also a really, really important subject, an important mission around gender equality, both in terms of earnings and in terms of safety and in terms of respect and role modelling. We speak to the CEO and president of SAFER, Syed Giliani. SAFER, S-A-F-R, is a new ride-sharing service that's focus is to transform neighbourhoods into sisterhoods. I loved this conversation. So that is a, clearly a very heart, soul driven leader with a really acute, sharp mind, a meet it, creating a platform that's got a real purpose and a mission to make a difference in the world and also a business model that uh, is incontrovertible. You know, you cannot argue with the rationale behind that. This is a conversation that if you are an investor, you will want to listen and you probably may want to find out more about Safer. This is a conversation if you are wanting to find some greater purpose and meaning in your work that you want to tap into and you want to make a difference in the whole of the planet. So without any further introduction, and this is probably one of the longest I've ever done, I've ever done, I want to just jump straight into an amazing conversation with an amazing gentleman, Syed Giliani, CEO and President of Safer, a new rideshare for women. Hello and welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast. I am super pumped about this conversation that you're going to be a part of. Uh, today I'm talking to Syed Giliani uh, of Safer, a new rideshare fo business focused on women's empowerment uh, with a social mission that prioritizes people and creating a safe riding experience through picking the driver gender of your choice and having the ability to book the same driver again and again and stronger Hiring practices safer is driving the industry towards greater responsibility, accountancy, accountability, and positive change. Syed, welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I've heard so many great things about you and your podcast that it's an honor, honestly. So, what I always like to start off with is to uh, love to want to know you uh, uh, in terms of as a bit of your career background, your business journey, but also you as a as a as a human being. So, before we sort of dive into safer and ride sharing and digitization of uh, of the economy, etc., all those fabulous and fascinating uh, topics, let's hear about you and your background. So, um, thank you. Uh, 
I, I come from South Asian country of Pakistan. Uh, and being from Pakistan, I was able to, I was fortunate enough to uh, go around the country uh, and see how uh, women who are 56, 58% of the population are, are treated and what kind of liberties are given to them uh, in that part of the world. And then later on, uh, I was able to learn more from the Middle Eastern society and the European society. And then, and then of course, from the past 20 years in the United States. Uh, when I looked at, you know, as a, as a student of economics, long, long time ago, I and mean, of course, tells me about my age, uh, we learned that 56% of the world's population only owns 2% of the global wealth, and that is women. And that's been the case for, for forever. So <clears throat> although it's changing, but it's not changing at the pace that it should be changing. So all my life I've been in business. I, I think if I go back, my parents have been, uh, my father has been a very successful businessman, my family members. So that's where uh, the technology, the business was my passion. And when they, they got married into uh, my background in development economics and business side of it that came in and I said, okay, what can we do to change or, or create a, <clears throat> a positive impact into the society. And that's where um, the number of statistics, when you look at it, you know, 56% of the world's population only owns a fraction of the global wealth or women making less than men, 34% or 38% less than men on the similar job. <clears throat> and then uh, they spend 38% more than men on their transportation. Um, and that's a World Bank statistic, I guess. Uh, when, when we see those numbers that women are making less, women are given less opportunities, women are uh, marginalized in a, in a systematic way uh, in, in the society. Uh, I mean, honestly, I felt like this is, this is something much bigger than any individual to take on. This is a mission that uh, I should be part of. This is something that we should address and don't kick the can down the lane and allow next generation to address it. And then the following generation is 21st century for God's sake. So we need sure. to be able to see that part as well. And when you see these numbers, these are not just simply from the Asian society or the African or the Middle Eastern societies. Uh, problem of course is much, much uh, more worse than, than, than in the Western society, but the numbers are pretty darn bleak in, in the Western societies as well. Uh, when it comes to uh, women empowerment, when it comes to equal opportunities, when you look at LGBTQ community, when you look at you know uh, the African American community over here in the U.S. side of it, uh, and we talk about the BLM movement all over the world, so we saw that look, there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity where uh, a platform can be created that can allow equal opportunity for women to uh, make more or or equal to men. Uh, the, if the underlying, if you look at the underlying approach to why women are not given equal opportunity uh, in many societies, or even in the Western society, is 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 the safety component, right? That okay, women working late at night, are they going to get home, right? Are they going to feel safe being out on the road? Yeah. <clears throat> are they going to be safe picking up a a stranger in the car? Yeah. So gig economy had a promise, right? Equal opportunity, anybody can do anything. Sure. But it, it was just for a conversation piece, the way I saw it. 
And from there on, we realized that we need to turn this conversation piece uh, into action and create a platform that actually addresses the underlying reason uh, behind unequal participation of women in the gig economy, in the economy, and in the wealth accumulation and wealth earning. And hence the SAFER was born. So that's a little bit of background into SAFER, you know, where, where we started. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I feel honored and privileged that, you know, I come from a background where I can understand uh, the societal differences or society structure from the Asian perspective, from the Middle Eastern perspective, and then from the European and, and the American perspective as well. So, so this way, uh, if somebody's speaking with me from Pakistan or India, I can relate to that very easily. Or from Middle East, I could say, oh yeah, sure, you know, I, I, I know that. <clears throat> it's not a surprising news uh, from that perspective. And when it comes to the US side of it, although we all believe that, you know, it's all equal, it's all good, but we all know that that's not the, the real case. And COVID-19 has really underlined uh, uh, the, the, the importance of, of having a platform like Safer because I don't know if you know that majority of the people who are getting fired or being laid off from the jobs are women. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and domestic violence have gone up many hundred percent during COVID-19 lockdown. Yeah, sure. Uh, because of the schools now being remote, women are being asked to leave their jobs or they've given a very <clears throat> difficult choice of either doing the job or taking care of the kids who can go to school. Yes, of course. So they are the ones who are the, on, the, on, the sacri on the sacrificing uh, mode where uh, they are losing their job. They have to leave the job for the family, for the children, uh, for, for everybody around their family. Uh, and that is not fair. Frankly. And not only, not only is it not fair, it has a massive um, impact on them in terms of confidence and purpose in life. You know, of course, they want to be great, great mothers, but they also want something. Many want a career, want something to engage exactly. their brain with, mm -hmm. want to be able to make a difference in the world with their skills and capabilities. And and, and the finding that the menu of options open to them um, is, has been taken away from them. Exactly, exactly. You, 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 you nail it. Uh, every person, every person in this world, whether it be women or people of color or people with different orientation, they all want everything which everybody else would have want to have equal. You know? <clears throat> if you're a woman, if you're a woman or you're from LGBTQ community or you're from uh, the, the African, you, you're the black person in America, you want nothing less than any other person that's out there. Nobody's Absolutely. asking for more. Everybody's what one. What everybody's looking for is equal. And once these kind of uh, unexpected scenarios emerge, like COVID nineteen or uh, what, what I don't know what is coming up next. And when you ask one segment of the society, and and ironically, that one segment of the society is the majority of the world's population. Mm -hmm. And when you ask them to sacrifice and which they already are sacrificing a lot for the family all the time. Because I haven't met a single woman who, who would go out and do the job and not take care of their family and the kids and all that. They all, they, every woman have double, triple jobs. Yes. By, by, by the, the, the essence of their gender that, okay, you're a woman, three jobs up front. And that's where now 
they have to sacrifice on top of it to make sure that they are uh, they are doing the right thing for themselves and their family and 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 that sacrifices a lot it it's, it has it has more than economic implications on on the 56% of the world's population it has a social economic implication it has a mental health application it has it has so many other implications that we don't even understand and there's also a role modeling in, in within the family units as well isn't it about the, the the role present and in the future of future generations of what was expected of uh, of, of women in, and mothers in the 21st century exactly exactly and, and that's where uh, there's a lot of thought processes going on there's a lot of um, conversations dinner table conversations going on in every household with with single expectation which is which is uh, which is a difficult conversation by any means, and that's where companies like Safer uh, are trying to do that. Okay, while you've been asked to sacrifice a whole lot, what other opportunities can we provide to you? What things can we take care for you, which you you've been expected by the society over centuries that you are supposed to take care of, and this is not your responsibility. To begin with, it, it is a man's responsibility as much as women or anybody else's. So, what can we do to to make sure that we can provide you a platform that makes your life much easier and can still provide you some earning capabilities? So, and that's we, where if, if, comes in. if we to, uh, dip into a, a economics terminology for a moment, the supply side in terms of the supply of drivers, that's uh, and the equality um, is there. The case is there, but of course, on the demand side women are also uh, often the ones that are, 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 are attacked or feel threatened in, whilst in the back of a taxi or a ride share. And so you've got a, you know, a win-win here in both supply and demand side in terms of creating a platform and a market. There's, there's a marketplace there on both sides already. That is correct. That is correct. Only less than 20% of other ride share companies' drivers are women. Right. And they end up in losing all of their women drivers within six to eight months. Really? Yes. Wow. Wow. And these are statistics from Pew Research and other researches that were out. And very few percentage of, I mean, single digit percentage of US women actually take other ride shares on daily basis. Uh, so, and, and, and frankly, even if- And they is that because they don't feel safe? They don't feel safe. I just got a text from, I think from a colleague that a driver canceled the ride and assaulted a woman that he was in here in the US. I'm not talking about anywhere uh, in Africa or Middle East or India where the things are rampant. Here in the United States, these things are happening in this day and age where uh, no woman is asking for this. Nobody asked for this. And, and this is where uh, it's so unfortunate this is happening. And that's why more women are reluctant in working late yeah, in office sure. Sure. Uh, or, or, or work coming in early uh, in the wee hours where men yeah. can do it or driving late at night for mm. other ride share companies in the middle of the night. They can't do that. Their families won't allow them or they, their own, own conscience is not going to allow them this because of the safety reason. There are so many thousands of assault cases reported every single day in other okay. ride share companies. Much of it doesn't see the, the daylight. Uh, like, like we all know that 99% of sexual assault and harassment cases never get reported. Of course, yeah. So, which is unfortunate, but this is where uh, we believe that 
a, a platform where a woman driver can potentially take a woman rider uh, or somebody from LGBTQ community wants to take somebody else uh, that they feel safe with and where a woman who's sitting in the back seat knows that the driver is fully vetted yes. and being a woman, you reduce the probability of any assault because of one course. out of hundred uh, assault happened by women. Uh, by the virtue of statistics, you reduce the probability of that. And plus you do the background check with them and, and you create a, a community, a sense of community, the sense of sisterhood that creates an environment, honestly, where uh, both riders and drivers can feel not only feel safe, but they feel associated with each other through a human bond, through a sisterhood bond, through a community bond. And that is much, much, much more powerful than just taking a simple stranger from point A to point B. Completely. And I think at a time when uh, we're now our connections physically, you know, through COVID times are being threatened more and more, we need a sense of connection and we need a sense of feeling of belonging to a community or communities and to feel safe and heard in those communities. Um, so it, 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 I can see how you would build, you know, again, from a kind of a business point of view, irrespective of the amazing good work you're doing, but you build a huge amount of customer loyalty. Yes. I mean, the goal is to create the platform stickiness, you know, so yeah, sure. it's a metric there where we don't end up in losing our drivers so rapidly as other ride shares or, or we can. And can you imagine that majority of our drivers and we have thousands of drivers on our platform, majority of our drivers are brand new drivers. They never drove for other ride shares. That goes to show that there was a huge untapped market of women who were scared of driving with other ride share because they were not given a choice that they can pick up a fellow woman driver. Yes. And now they're joining our platform. And, and frankly, this is, this is the beginning for us. And, and, and I'm very confident that as we're getting support from fellow women, we're getting support from other, even men from LGBTQ and others, uh, it's, it's, it's the topic for all genders, not just for one gender. Of we course. all have to come together to make sure that we provide a safe environment for everybody. And that's where the safer is. Fantastic. So um, how, how are you finding sort of the world, COVID world is affecting ride sharing? Are, are people more concerned about getting into a, into a vehicle for a ride share? Or actually, do they see it as being a safe and credible option compared to, to public transport and yeah, maybe a, a normal cab? That's a great question. That's a million dollar question. We all know because of COVID-19, the public transportation is getting a big hit. Sure. I mean, look at the airline industry, of look course. at the yeah. busing industry, train, anywhere. Like I just drove in from Boston to New York to our office. I drove in. I, I did not take the train. Um, I, I, I did not take any flight. People are, are very scared of mass transportation these days. And now that the scare is also... Uh, falling into uh, into the school bus transportation as well. You know, once there's one driver where kids are unsupervised sitting in the back and you don't know how they are, if they're close, if they're keeping apart, and kids are kids, so they're not gonna, uh, of course. they're not probably gonna adhere to the rules as much as any any big adult. So, so that's where we see that for safer in particular, uh, we have a huge demand where mothers or women who are safety conscious to begin with, COVID or no COVID, you know? How yeah. many moms you have seen that they're not careful about the kids 
safety and security and cleanliness. Uh, I mean, every single one of them, 100%. So now with COVID, that has changed a lot. So now every woman is even more concerned about their transportation, their kids' transportation, their own family transportation, their own transportation. So that's helping our rider base, if you will. And like I said, that majority of the people who are getting fired are women. Now they're looking for a, a smaller gig where they can make some sort of a money, even for four hours a day or three hours a day. And Safer can provide that driver platform to them where they can engage with it with us and can make some money and put bread on the table and, and do it safely and, and better than other IJ. So that's what we, we see a, a systematic change in, in demand and supply pattern, but it's, it's helping us in many, many, many ways uh, on the ride share side. Plus we have just recently launched a curbside delivery feature within our app. So which will allow us to be able to deliver, you know, groceries Love and that. other stuff that they need. So they don't need to go out. They don't need to do anything. Uh, they can stay safe within the house and we can deliver the stuff for them or we can do some of the errands for them. So they don't have to run around. Okay, let me put my, uh, pick up my dry cleaning or let me pick up my groceries or now let me pick up this. They can give us some of the tasks and our uh, preferred driver uh, can help them in achieving those goals. Uh, and, that, and, and, that's, and that's back to again, building, building that community, you know, and, and, and that stickiness with the platform is that it, it becomes more than um, moving individuals, moving um, passengers or riders from A to B. It's about how can we contribute to your life to make it easier, safer and healthier? Exactly, exactly. So it's, 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 it's feeding into our community and sisterhood uh, message. And, mm. and, and, and from women perspective, women are very communal in nature and they're very secure and safe for themselves and for anybody around them. If somebody, somebody else's kids would come to your house, your wife would be very, very vigilant in making sure that everybody's safe, everybody's taken care of, everybody's fed. So that nature of a woman is helping us at, in, in right share as well, where women are not only giving a safer ride experience, but a more clean ride experience. They're making sure that the person sitting in the back seat is, is comfortable, is clean, is sitting in a clean environment. And, and same way that woman who's driving is also making sure that she goes home in, in a safe manner as well. So the overall side is uh, all the aspects are helping us in this particular situation. And uh, I, I know you said you've just uh, introduced to the app the ability to sort of um, deliver groceries and, uh, and and run errands. Is that is that a relatively recent uh, addition to your offering? Yes, we we just launched like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I would say, and we are about to launch another big feature, which I'm not going to reveal what it is, but it will allow our drivers to make the most at even hundred percent of the fare. Uh, so they can make the most money out of each fare uh, and they can, and can, can make most of the money from, from the hours that they put in. Fantastic. And have you in early, early indications two weeks into the new features? Uh, are you getting a good response? We are getting, we are testing it right now within a closed group, if yes. you will. And uh, we are testing that how else can we improve our experience where uh, we can provide better service uh, to our um, to our rider base, to our community base, 
uh, and, and we'll be improving significantly onto that platform as well. The goal is to turn, of course, Safer as a as a mega app, if you will, a mega platform, if you will, where uh, a person can do a lot more than just simple ride share. I was going to ask you about that because your mission is so much bigger, and you know, not not to take it away for what you're doing within rideshare, but the, what evidently is driving you, your purpose, and your mission is bigger than rideshare. Exactly, exactly. So the goal, eventually, for me personally, is that okay, how can we uh, how can we make sure that more women are making more money, so they're part, they're adding to the GDP of the countries. Uh, they are becoming very effective part of the communities and, and not just simply the Western countries. We're talking about the Middle Eastern or, or African or Asian countries uh, where I don't know if you know that more than 800 million women live in South Asia alone, right. uh, which, is, which is quite a big number uh, when you think of it. Sure. So it's the overall U.S. population and the European Union population uh, and more. So we want to see that how they can contribute to the societies, how they can because we believe that if a woman is economically empowered, she will make sure that she is socially empowered as well. And she will make sure that her family is also empowered as well. So it's, 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 the, it's the focal point of a family that we are trying to address right now. But eventually from there, we believe that we can do a whole lot more to, uh, uh, to address the, sup- the supplemental markets, uh, complementary markets that are around uh, the women decision-making sector, uh, so so we can we can we can create a platform where it's just not just simply a ride-share conversation, but a lot more than that. And and um, in how many in how many uh, cities are you established now with Safer? So right now we're in Southern Florida, uh, we are opening up in Texas uh, and the Mid-Atlantic region in the U.S. Uh, we have some active negotiations and co- negotiations and conversations going on from around the world. We have actually uh, a group out of London. Um, I was in London actually in February this year. I met with a lot of really, really brilliant people over there. Uh, and they're very, very interested in bringing safer to, to, to the London landscape or overall European landscape sure. and African. We are talking in Africa as well. So wow. in the next two to three months, you're going to hear some really, really interesting news in terms of our expansion <laughs> such an exciting time and are you finding that um with with you know, one of the questions i get asked a, a lot is you know what's your view what's the view of the people that you talk to about the prospects of the economy the disruptions that we've you, you know had over the last six months i'd be interested to take to see what 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 changes you know from your perspective and your insights um you'll see happening you know we just before we pressed record we started to talk we were talking a little about increased digitization of the economy so i just love to kind of like see the crystal ball of your your head around how you think the world the businesses that will thrive over the current times what they what what will be there what will it what what will they be doing that will be differently to those that won't be thriving so that that's, that's a brilliant question i must say but look we all humans have been doing the same thing for centuries. Only the distribution channels have been changing. We eat, we sleep, we travel, we either horses or carriages or walking, you know, uh, we, and we socialize, we uh, grow our families, we take care of our families. That, that's been happening for, from the day one, you know, from, 
you can go 20,000 years before, you know, now 20,000 years before the same thing is happening. The only thing that's been changing is, is, is the, distribu or the distribution channels. Love that. So, so now, if you look at now, from instead of going to malls, now the product is delivered to you. Yeah. Okay. Instead of going to bank, you just need an app to, to do your banking, you know, deposit a check, take a picture, <clears throat> do that part. Uh, instead of, uh, instead of using your phone only for a phone call, now you're doing phone using it for 20 million other things. The sure. phones are more powerful than the computers in 1990s. Hmm. So when you look at restaurants or when you look at, uh, their transportation, when you look at, uh, human consumption of products and services, they would remain the same. There may be some new services coming in, but those services would be focused on one thing and one thing alone, distribution, new, introducing new distribution structures. Netflix, we used to watch movies before, right? We used to go to cinema or theaters, from theaters to blockbuster, to blockbuster to Netflix, Netflix to streaming. Not every single channel, if you talk about NBC to a whole bunch, they all have streaming services. BBC has streaming services. So everything is now, if a CEO is focusing or we are focusing on the distribution channel and where the distribution channel is going to end up. Now, when you talk about transportation, we, we walked, we were on horses or mules or camels. Then we started doing carriages. So, okay, we, we found wheel and we said, okay, this can do much better. Came cars older cars, new cars, faster cars, autonomous cars. Sure. They're talking about flying cars. I yes. think Porsche has a, has a, has its demo of a flying car as well. Uh, again, the, the, you can call it whatever you want to call it. It's doing one thing, moving humans from one place to another, either on their foot or in the plane or on the horse or anywhere, moving people from one place to another. Now we're talking about flying cars, you know, I mean, yeah. Airbus to Boeing and others, everybody's testing their route. So what we are looking at is, is a transformation in, in uh, we are looking at transformation in, 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 in the distribution channels. So, so that's what we are focused on, that how Safer can understand those distribution channels better and can provide a better medium for people to move. It's just not, to move is the better medium to move. I just, um, I, I respect simplicity because there's, there's a huge amount of intellect and um, thought and research that takes the, that enables the complex to be made simple. And, you know, to be able to think of some of the major shifts that we've seen, whether you would just you gave the Netflix example, you give the Amazon example, you know, that's all distribution. You gave the financial services example for the apps distribution. And I've never heard somebody explain it so clearly. And so it sounds so evident now that you've said that, but so clearly it's about a change in distribution channels and, and, and yeah. with such clarity, you get the answers to a complex problem just become so much more obvious. I, I look, you're right. Look, we are, uh, you know, you talk about kids' education, or education overall, right? Schools and colleges, now everything is online. And I don't know that if, if that's, that's going to be the end goal or this is just a medium distribution channel towards the end goal of a new sector of distribution. The, 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 the 
anything, any aspect of human life, how you are presenting it to people, it's, it's, it's focused on that component because you can buy a better TV or you can buy a better podcast system or you can buy a better book. Book is a medium, right? It's a distribution channel yeah, for the yeah, same, same yeah, knowledge. For sure. uh, it can be easily transmitted into your subconscious some 30 years down the lane with Elon Musk or somebody else coming in with a chip. Yep, so yep. be it. You know, I mean, we don't know. But it, again, the focus for every CEO when they're looking at it is that how we can transform a set of human needs uh, through a new distribution structure that human may or may be interested in, may not be interested in. This phone that I'm holding right now is a channel of distribution where, where the communication has been distributed through a small little app, not a big hefty phone set. Uh, and we are communicating on that side. So uh, I feel like Safer as a company, as a distribution channel, if you will, a distribution platform, can do a lot more than just simply a ride share component, given that if given the, if given the platform stickiness with a group of people, women, children, elderly, uh, who are focused and they are uh, loyal to the platform, uh, that's what it is. I mean, wh what is Amazon? It is a distribution channel. For sure. Uh, what is Uber? Distribution channel. Uh, Airbnb, simpler distribution channel. Every single thing that we are doing is, is a, even the, the structured offices or we work or, you know, industrious, or when you look at hotels, every single aspect is a mode of providing your human needs. And that mode has been changing rapidly. And, and thanks to COVID-19, now it, the digitization of this, this, this transformation is so rapid, uh, rapid that every bank, how many times people now would like to go to bank or touch a cash or touch a letter, anything of paper, or contactless technologies, the way they come up now. I mean, things are dramatically changing across the board. And, and we feel like Safer has the right vision, has the right platform, has the right team to do that. We may be much smaller than other big guys, uh, but it's not, again, the being small or being large that matters, it's being on the right side of the history and having the right uh, vision that matters because once you have the right vision and you have the right strategy uh, and your right side of the history, things align automatically. Oh, absolutely agree. So I'd imagine a key focus in, in, in your role, it not only is um, the vision and, and, and executing on that and keeping up to date about the changes in the technology and being a, a, on that or ahead of that curve, but it's also in engaging with the investment community and uh, raising the investment so that you can scale safer around the world. Exactly. So we are, we are talking with a lot of people. A lot of people are interested. Of course, we encourage any other person or investor who is interested in, in reaching out to us and having a conversation with us. Because again, we are a channel, uh, distribution channel. And, and we wanna make sure that we have the right group of people, right group of investors, right group of uh, you know, support, uh, supporters who are around us uh, that understand where we wanna go and that understand that, okay, our market segment is this particular market segment and, and they're fully on board. They're fully on board and they understand that 
it's not going to be one day or two day game. It's empowering 56% of the world's population. It's a much bigger goal. And it. if, and if, if frankly, if we have skewed the market in the favor of men over centuries, over sure. millennia, it's not going to take six days or six months to correct that and say, hey, you know, kaboom, everybody's 50-50. That's not going to happen. It's going to, we, we, we're going to get, we understand that we're going to get a lot of resistance from the status quo. And status quo, we all know, it's you and me and many others. Uh, they're going to say, well, you know, men, come on, this is discrimination against men. This is discrimination against this. this. But they don't understand that there's been systematic discrimination over centuries sure. against one gender. And gender may be from any color, any background. And now we have cert certain subsets in that gender as well. Or even other in the, from the LGBTQ side of it, there are other genders as, as well. So how do we address that? And addressing is to, the answer is that we need to address it head on and we need to talk about it. We need to be able to address it without any, uh, without any apologies. Okay, this is what we want to do. This is the goal we want to achieve. This is the group of people we want to support. And next 40 years is, are ours. And this is how we're going to go with that. Do you have any uh, any case studies of um, women that have, uh, have started driving for safer that not only from a financial perspective but how that's helped them in their confidence in their outlook on life how that's helped them at home with their families and role models etc you know in other words the knock-on benefits other than just financial of becoming one of the drivers for safer great 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 point. Uh, we have, uh, frankly, I know one of a few of them, uh, but one of them was studying and she ended up in uh, earning enough to pay for her college tuition. And she is now a nurse in a hospital. Amazing. So uh, there was another single mom. <clears throat> she would not drive for the right chair. And she started driving for us in the middle of the night, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., when her kids would go to sleep. Wow. She would go out and she will, she will drive all night long people to the airport back and forth. And she started putting, you know, bread on her table while the kids are asleep. Imagine how much hard work is needed just to achieve that. Wow. Uh, then there was another one who was doing three or four jobs in a day and she started driving with us and she, she left those jobs and she continued to focus on safer. And we, we created those stories and we create more stories because we get a lot of stories on Facebook and other, other mediums that it's not safe. This kind of stories we hear, and honestly, if I shared a few of them with you, you'd be like, oh my God, this yeah. happens? Yeah. It's just horrible. It's just simply horrible what goes on. And if, even if there is a one case happening like that, it's one way too many. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and, and you say there's so many that don't get reported anyway that it, it, mm -hmm. it, it's frightening. Yeah. I mean, how many times you used to sit on any ride share and, and your driver says, hey, you look nice. Never. <laughs> Never. I'm like, but when a woman sits in the back seat, there's an unwanted comment yeah, from yeah. a total stranger. And a threatening one or potentially threatening one. And a threatening one. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm I'm taken by your mission. Uh, I, I I'm taken by the difference that's going to make in communities. I love the, the the bigger picture, and also how you are building the stickiness through community through 
basic family caring and so much of that is needed right now and um, if people want to find out more about safer if they want to find but what whether as to be a, a driver to be a rider or even to be an investor how do they go about doing that they can go on www.gosafer.com uh, they can email us at info at gosafer.com if you want to become our driver you can download our app drive safer from app store or from google play store uh, and if you want to be a writer then download uh, Ride Safer app uh, from both of the platforms. Uh, it's available, uh, but reach out to us if with any questions, with anything that you may have. If you have even <clears throat> a single word of support for us, and if you're an investor and you, you like our story, we would absolutely love to have you as part of our journey and see where we can take this company. Sayad, you've uh, inspired me. You've humbled me. I am, um, and I, I know that'll be the case for many people listening. And um, you've touched, you know, touched me emotionally because I just think it's such an important work that you're doing, a real economic need, but more importantly, a social and humane need that we all treat each other equally. And Safer is just a beautiful example of you bringing that into into modern day gig economy. So thank you so much for sharing some of your, I'm sure, really busy schedule to come onto the Business Mastermind podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a truly, true honor to, being, uh, to be a part of your platform. And, uh, and I hope and wish all the best to you and to your listeners and look forward to getting your support uh, for Safer in the future as well. Thank you. You've been listening to the Business Mastermind podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate and review so that more people like you can get their business back on their own terms, enjoy more success and create more impact.